welcome to the Healthcare IT Today interview series. We feel lucky to be able to talk to so many smart, passionate, and knowledgeable people in healthcare. Now, we're taking our favorite interviews and sharing them with you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy perspectives on the world of health IT. Hi, I'm Colin Hung with Healthcare IT Today, where we explore the latest trends and interesting stories in health IT. On this episode, we're gonna talk about RCM optimization and how it helped an organization during a very difficult personnel transition. With me today is Dr. Brian Strata, Interim Chief Executive Officer and Chief Medical Officer of the Hinman Area Health Centers. Dr. Strata, welcome to the program. Thank you, Colin. I appreciate being here. Now, before we dive into the questions I wanna ask you about RCM, can you give our audience a little overview of your organization? Absolutely. Um, Heinemann Area Health Center, everybody says Hinman, which is fine, because oh, that's okay too. I apologize. No worries. Um, it's a very small town located just north of Cumberland, Maryland, literally right across the border into Pennsylvania. Uh, and I, I mean small, maybe about 800 people. The organization started in the early 70s after a major flood hit the town. Mm. And FEMA came in because of disaster relief, set up two trailers on the site where our brick and mortar buildings at currently to help those uh, residents recover from that, that, uh, uh, that episode. And uh, they put in a dentist and a doctor and they ran with that for several years, actually about 20 years. Early 2000s, they went and got the FQHC um, okay. award. Uh, tried to move up into Bedford, smaller town north of Hyman. Failed initially, but was successful the second time around. It was, was Bedford and Hyman uh, Health Centers for quite some time. Um, my former uh, CEO and myself came on about the same time, about three and a half years ago. And we both had the vision of, we, we want to expand our, our footprint. We want to make sure we get out there to help other people in the area. Okay. We're, in, we're in a community, it's rural. The South Central and a little bit further west, it's extremely rural. A beautiful area but not a lot of services out there. Uh, so we expanded up into Cumberland County, which is a little northwest of us, and then we expanded into another office into um, in, uh, east of Bedford. Okay. Uh, and we're looking at expanding again into Cumberland and Johnstown, another area that's incredibly hard hit by underserved and uninsured patients. And that hopefully will be in the next year. Uh, we do family medicine, base is family medicine, but a lot of extra services, behavioral health, dermatology, I like to do dermatology procedures, uh, occupational health and occupational medicine, that's work comp injuries, DOT physicals, telemedicine, which everybody does now because okay. of COVID, thank you very much. Um, also e the um, MAT program, the Medication Assisted okay. Treatment Program, uh, opioid dependency and alcoholism. And our behavioral health program, I've just hired a clinical psychologist doctorate who's, uh, she's gonna expand this program greatly and we need it. There is such a huge need for mental health in our area and they can't get into a psychiatrist or counselor for months, which mental health goes, you, you don't have that kind of time frame. So I'm really looking forward to that expanding. Now, FQHCs, you're all extremely resourceful. You have to be, just yep. given to deliver all the services that you have under one roof and with all the different restrictions and grants and things that you have. Right. But you've had to be extra resourceful because you've gone through some transitions recently and specifically on the RCM team. Oh, yep. Talk to me about that. Yeah, the last six, eight months have been quite interesting, for lack <laughs> of a better word. Okay. Um, in uh, fall, we, we lost our CFO and uh, the team that was left, we had our billing manager and the billing team. And our billing manager quit shortly after, mm. just about maybe October-ish. 
Uh, it was at the same time that Bill and uh, our new billing manager were setting up a RCM optimization program uh, with ECW. And the new billing manager came in and she was literally, as I say, thrown into the deep end with weights on. Because when she got there and she started looking at the systems and the computer programs and information that the previous billing manager had, that computer was wiped clean. When she left, she wiped it out. I don't know why, it's proprietary information for the organization, but she wiped it out. So poor Winter, which was my new billing manager, was just like, what? the heck are we going to do? In this case, a blank slate was not a good thing. Not a good thing, <laughs> nope, because okay. she wanted to go into and see what she had done, uh, the programs, uh, the how she do the checks and balances, all this stuff was gone. Mm. So she's like, okay, what, what am I going to do now? I'll step into the ECW RCM optimization team. They come in and to say, okay, we're going to help you through this, which you couldn't, couldn't pick better timing at that point. Uh, they were able to come in and kind of go through the RCM cycle. If, if anybody's familiar with the RCM cycle, there's about five or six steps within there from the, the initial uh, presentation of the patient to the office through the claims billing, claim submittal, uh, payments, air, and then uh, the closing of the claim. Uh, and analytics, too, was on there, I forgot. Uh, so we, we, and I say we, I mean Bill and, and Winter, my former CEO and Winter, they worked with the team to kind of approach each section. Okay, how can you improve on each section to streamline things? Okay. And at every step of the way, there was there was uh, insurance verification, uh, which we went from a, I think, a 70% insurance verification to 84% after the optimization program was done. And this is after we did some stuff with front-end optimization. We still improved upon that with that program. Uh, claim submittals, uh, especially denials of claims, which I always I found very interesting when I when I found this data was my former billing manager always took pride in the fact that she would scrub every claim that came in, just made sure it was perfectly clean because she liked zero denials, which I always said you can't have zero denials. That just doesn't work in medicine. Um, and found out that she was at about a 40 to 45 percent denial. She would go back and clean them up, resubmit them, and submit sure. to the board. That was zero, but she was at 45%. After the optimization, we went from 45% down to 17% denials, wow. which was phenomenal. I uh, don't have the, the, the chart in front of me, but also with the, the payments, you saw a, a, a decline after she left of payments for the main part that winter was drowning in everything. Uh, but very fast rise back up within the uh, month and a half after we started this, and our payments were higher than what they were beforehand. So denial rates were down, payments were higher, and I know since that time they've stayed pretty stable at those levels. So very, very good process for our whole organization to do. I was going to ask about that. So you, you know, you, the RCM process, as you said, has various clear steps in it. Yep. And it sounds like during the optimization process, you, you went and looked at each one of the steps and tried to find ways for improvement. Can you walk us through, like, how did the team go and identify uh, what to even try to improve? <laughs> That's a great question. I think Winter was, was so uh, blinded by the fact that there was just so many things to do. She didn't know where, where to start. Okay. And I think that the ECW team was really helpful with that to come in and say, hey, we, we should probably do this, 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 and this. Um, and truthfully, I was not involved much in that RCM optimization because they had their meetings on days I was seeing patients. So I really, you know, patient care is more important. Uh, but Winter and I met and we talked over the last month and a half, went through all this stuff. 
Um, and I learned a lot about the RCM mm -hmm. optimization process, but they went through and there was just certain areas in each of these RCM sections, the, the cycle sections that you could improve upon. Like I said, insurance verification when they check in, uh, denial uh, rates, you could watch that. You could go into the analytics, see where the denial, denials are coming from, front office, mid office, back office. Um, and truthfully, wizardry or whatever it is, <laughs> they, they were able to go through and just each section had improvement. Each of the, the cycles of that RCM cycle had improvements on each of the sections. And I'm sure there's things in there that I, I don't even know about yet at this point because I'm still on the learning curve of all that. But it, it sounds like it was a nice combination of uh, a personal observation, observing what the check-in yep. and what, what that process would like, and also back-end analytics, just understanding, as you said, yep. where the claims were coming from, who was denying them, and then obviously going back and looking at what systemic changes you can make to, yep. to make sure those don't happen. Exactly. And I think it's really talking to the people who are involved in that area, like the front mm -hmm. desk, ask, okay, what, what, are, what are your roadblocks? What is it that's causing grief for you and you can't sleep at night? Back office, uh, that would be, again, the, the billing manager winter's aspects, and I know they had all sorts of problems, so. But they really knew where to go and look and, okay, how can we improve things? The rules engine, I think, was the biggest thing where the, the team, ECW team came in and set up these rule engines where things would follow and flow through automatically okay. that, that I, my billing team didn't have to do anymore. And I know, I've, I've talked to Winter about this, that she automates so many things now that were manual beforehand and it's, it's so much easier for her. And again, our, our numbers just show that it's so much better than what it was beforehand. And I knew we could do that, but our billing manager, former billing manager, had set in her ways and you know how that is. <laughs> They don't want to change much, and it's like, okay, fine. And so once she left, we had an opportunity, grabbed it, and it's, uh, it's been very positive. I wanted to ask about that because uh, the question I was going to ask you is, you know, what are you doing now that maybe you weren't doing before? And, you know, because of A, the technology, or B, because of your new process yep. that you've implemented. Yep. Absolutely. I think the, the biggest thing, which was what we stressed when I first got there, was we're submitting everything. We get, we get the note done, the provider's done, it goes out. We don't, we don't sit there and scrub the claims. Everything goes out and denials come back. We, we know denials are going to come back. It's just the nature of the beast with insurance companies. Uh, and again, the denial rate's 17% versus 42%. That automated and helped her so dramatically. Uh, our billing team was pretty small and still is small, but they are able to handle things so much better. I think that was the biggest impact right there. And on the other, on the flip side, what are you happy is in the rear view mirror now that you no longer have to do because you're on these new processes and these systems? Oh, let's see. I'm trying to think from my perspective. Yeah. Uh, the fact that um, we don't have a biller coming back and, and asking us, a provider, to change something uh. constantly. Uh, and that's what, again, goes back to that former billing manager trying to clean each claim and clean each note so it came back as, as uh, without a denial. We don't do that anymore. And it's sent out. And sure, we still have to change some things, but it's dramatically so much fewer numbers of charges. Dealing with it on an exception basis, it sounds like. Instead. Exactly, exactly. Okay, okay. So what does having, at the end of this, like now that you have a, you know, I won't say fully optimized, because it's never fully optimized. Nope, never. But, but now that you have a better RCM process, what is that allowing the organization to do uh, as a whole? I know for a fact that I put a lot of pressure on my new billing manager to give me reports and give me some uh, financial information which before was, was very frustrating to get, and we didn't get a lot of the reports. 
she has now time to be able to do that, to mm -hmm. run these reports. And they're more uh, factual, more real time, whereas before they could have been a month, two months behind. And it's very hard to be retroactive with things like this. You want to be more proactive. So we're able to get this data sooner, and we're able to act upon it on, a, again, real-time basis moving forward. What advice would you have? I mean, hopefully there's not many organizations going through what you went through and having your whole team uh, disappear on you. But, uh, God, I hope not. <laughs> but, but what advice would you have if someone does find themselves in a situation similar to what you found yourself in? Be, think outside the box. I think sometimes people get into that, that narrow-mindedness that this is my world, nothing exists outside of that world. There are people out there that can help you and, and they're really there to, to benefit your program. And bottom line is, benefit financially, your, your, your organization's going to be able to come out ahead. FQHC world's tough to start with. You know, we, we have a hard time getting payments, our PPS rates are okay, but it's still tough. And this is very beneficial, being able to get some of that payment back in. Where can people go to find more information about your organization? www.hymanhealth.org. I, I could spell it for you if you want to. Please do, because yes. I mispronounced it at the beginning. So That's please. okay. Yeah. It's H-Y-N as in Nancy. Let's see, Heinemann, I'll give you a think about it. D-M-A-N-Health.org. Awesome. Dr. Strata, thank you so much for being on our program and sharing all this great information with us well, today. Appreciate it. Love doing this stuff. Hey, if you enjoyed this interview as much as I did, we'd love for you to go check out more great content at healthcareittoday.com. I'm Colin Hung. Thanks for being with me on this video, and we'll catch you on the next one.